What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Welcome back to another episode of the Pot of Thrones. I'm your host, uh, Dino Red, with my co-host, sidekick, Latone Hart. What's Yo, what's up? What's up, brother? What's up, man? Back to Westeros. Back, back to Westeros we go. Westeros and Bravos and all those places <laughs> across the narrow sea. <laughs> the wall, we're everywhere. Yes, yes, indeed. So this is... Uh, episode we we will be reviewing is uh, season five, episode two, and the I'm, House of Black and White. I think it's called. There you go, my House man. Of House of Black and White. All right, so let's get right to it. What you what you think of this episode, man? Well, I enjoyed this episode. It, it felt like this episode and week one should have been put together as like the opening, you know, episode together mm-hmm. because we got to see some characters that we didn't see. In episode one, like everybody yes. wants to see Arya, yes. we finally got to see Arya. Yes, you know I wanted to see Dragon. We finally get to see Dragon. Yes, yes, we you did. Dragon is all that matters to me, and he's huge. He's big as fuck. <laughs> exactly, he's been hanging out with Smog at the Lonely Mountain. I mean, everything is good. He's big, like the like the old folks used to say. He's big as all outdoors. Yes, yes. <laughs> literally. <laughs> but what I noticed from the start, I always like to watch the opening credits on Game of Thrones. Right. And I know we're going to Dorne this year, but we don't get to see Dorne on the map. No, we don't. Dorne is not on the map yet, but they're still showing the Eerie, and nobody wants to see Lord Sweet Robin. You know, no one wants to see him. <laughs> I want, you know, no one wants to see the bitch Lord Robin. Right. We want to see Dorne. You know, where where everything is free sexually and everybody's having a good time, and you know, it's freaky time. It's like Freaknik. Freaky Deaky, yes, Freaky yeah. Dorne. Yeah, I wanted to see Dorn on the map, and we didn't see Dorn on the map. No. But the show starts with Bravos. And Bravos is, is seems like a really cool place. It does. You know what I trip off though about about Bravos and the you know uh the, um what what do you call uh Arya? Titan? Well no, Arya's assassin teacher guy. What what's his name? Jaquin or Well he a man has no name. 
Well, I know he has no name, but the name he had before he had no name. <laughs> or, yeah, what, what, Jacqueline Hagar. Yeah. Hagar, yeah. Yeah, I like the way dude just does this magical shit and like, you know, Arya's just like, oh, whatever. Like, yeah, he was this old 60-year-old black dude, but, you know, he's really this white dude and he can just change his whole appearance like that and it's like, okay. Like, he does. he's done that in front of her like two or three times and she's just like, okay. She doesn't ask well, any questions. She doesn't... She doesn't uh, uh, comment on it. Just doesn't break stride. Like, oh, okay. Like everybody can do that. <laughs> well, after the first time you see your woman naked, the second time you're not in awe anymore. You're like, okay, I've seen how those things hang. It's it's cool, you know. And that's kind of how she is with 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 this guy with okay. these faceless men because these guys are faceless. They're right. assassins. They're like ninjas. They're a cult, and that's their thing. Like their camouflage is. Is body snatching, I guess. Yeah, but she could have been like, you know what? Now that you uh, did that, I meant to ask you the first time you did that. What's up with that? Like, like, how do you do that? Or what is that? Or like, are you actually a different person? Or does it just make it? Or just does it look like you're a different person to me? Or does everybody see you? I mean, there's just I no question. Find out. She'll find out well, when I'm, she goes inside. I know she is, but the the fact that I mean, come on, dude. If somebody, if if you walk up to me and I just like whoosh, then all of a sudden I'm like this, you know, sixty year old Chinese dude. You're gonna be like, what the fuck, Dino? Hi, what? What do uh, you you practice in voodoo or hi? What what's what's going on? You well, know? Look, come <laughs> come on come on inside, and I'm gonna show you how. <laughs> well, what I notice about Bravos always is the Titan. The Titan of Bravos is enormous. And when you look at the Titan of Bravos, if you look behind it, it looks like it's leading to the set of Kevin Costner's Waterworld. If you notice, <laughs> it looks like Waterworld. Like I keep expecting Kevin Costner to be back there swimming and oil tankers chasing him, but they got watermelons. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> What's better than that? You got a city full of boats and ships and then you got watermelons. I'm moving to Bravos, man. My next move is Bravos. I wonder not only is he so huge, but the way that he's constructed, the way he's straddling two different bodies of land with the 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 uh, ocean in between. Like, how in the hell did they do that? Hey, slaves. But but then again, oh yeah, slaves. slaves right. <laughs> most most great structures, slaves. That's the answer. If there's a great structure. The Great Pyramid of Giza, slaves. The Wall of China, <laughs> slaves. The Titan of Bravos, slaves. <laughs> America, slaves. Yeah, I, I guess I'm the only one that has these questions about how the the underworkings of uh, things in Westeros go because everybody else just kind of takes it in stride. <laughs> like, quit asking so many questions, Dino. Just watch the show. Yeah, it's a fantasy show. <laughs> I but know. did you notice that the man that brought Arya to Bravos? He looks like a younger Dos Equis man, the most interesting man on the planet. It look, I thought that was him. Yeah, he that's does. That's the Dos Equis. Yeah, yeah, he looks kind of like him. He does. Yeah, that's the most interesting ferryman in Essos. I think that's who that is, man. I mean, <laughs> I think he finds the beer later, but he's definitely on. He's definitely in Bravos. I, I found that pretty interesting. I don't always cross the narrow sea, but when I do, I drink exactly. those Equis. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That was great. And now we get to the House of Black and White, and they're just going through town and look like Italy because it looks like there's no streets, right? Yeah, it kind of does. Like No just, streets. Yeah, just like alleys. Just alleys yeah. everywhere. And then they get to the House of Black and White, and I'm thinking, damn, where are the Kardashians and their cornball husbands? I mean, the House of Black is nobody. There's no interracial couples there. 
Where's the swirl? The house in black and white. What's going on? Where's Conchilla or whatever? The Conchilla show. Where? Where's everybody? Well, they got the black and white door, so. Yeah, I was thinking the house of black and white. I thought it was, you know, some, some brothers and some, you know, some Cardassians over there. Well, the, 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 you know, the man who has no name, he was black when he answered the door, so. And then Arya's white. There it is. Yeah, there you go. Was, Down and, with uh, the swirl. I don't know who that guy was, but I was like, wow, civil rights legend John Stewart is everywhere. He was at Selma <laughs> at the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Right. And he's at the house of black and white. Like, John Lewis is everywhere. I mean, he marched with Martin Luther King, and now he's with a man and Aria. I was like, great. Yeah. And and he didn't seem happy to see, Ar- to see Aria. No. He seemed kind of upset. He kind of gave me the vibe, John Stewart did, that he had just finished a whole row of golden Oreos, and she was like a Girl Scout trying to sell him some Thin Mints. He seemed like he was like, go away. I just, I just well, need twenty five. He's from the. He just seemed angry because he seemed because he's from the civil rights era, and he see a young white girl <laughs> knocking on his door. He know no good can come of that. You know what? You're right. He's like you this know. little white girl come knocking on my door. This little bitch ain't nothing but trouble. Yeah, he's like, man, get out of here. And yeah. Then all of a sudden, it turns into Fight Club. Yeah. Because remember in Fight Club, like, get off my damn porch. So she's just sitting outside <laughs> and the rain, in the poor rain thing. with no poncho, just saying names. Yeah. Saying names, saying over names. and over again. Exactly. And her list got a lot smaller. You notice that? Yes. She's got like seven names. It's only like four names on it now. I know. There's some big names, but yeah, there's not that many names because people have been getting killed. And some of them she's actually killed. So, And then some of them people have been taken care of for Joffrey and Tywin Lannister. Yeah, so the list is smaller. I think she had the mountain on it, Cersei on it. The hound. Oh, you mean who's still on there? Yeah, there's only four names. Right, right. Cersei, the mountain. And uh, the the guy, the guard, the Kingsguard guy, Murris Flint. I think uh, is uh, Bolton on there? Oh, Walter Frey. Oh, Walter Frey. Right, right. I knew Walter it was, Frey. yeah, Walter Frey. Yeah. Can, Walter Frey. Can't one. forget him. Yeah. Definitely He's, can't. Well, you might as well knock his whole family down. Yeah, might as well. Him and all his little ugly daughters. Hey, man, one of them's sexy, man. You know, there's always one. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, dude, that's the odds. You know, if you have if you have fifteen of them, you know you're gonna accidentally fuck up and have a good looking one. <laughs> you're right. Especially when he's like, you know, they got like, if it's like fifteen daughters, it's like twenty five different mothers. So- well, I think Walter Frey proves that incest isn't always bad. I mean, sometimes banging your cousin gives you a good kid, man. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. Right. The next scene, all of a sudden, we see Podrick. And Brienne, they decide to stop by the Chili's of the Vale, and they see Sansa and Littlefinger on a date. No, no, not they. Podrick sees them. Well, Podrick always sees the lady. Right. He was looking at the little girl trying to give him beer. Podrick always sees the women. Well, what I'm saying is Podrick is the one who put put Brienne up on game. Once, once again, Brienne would have been oblivious once again. I mean, Brienne doesn't even know what Sansa looks like anyway. And she's steadily, like we talked about last week, she's steadily trying to kick Podrick to the curb, but he's steadily proving himself useful. Yeah, Brienne is kind of slow. She's just a fighter. Yeah. She's like, yeah, other than that, she's not She's not the, the sharpest knife in the cabinet. Yeah. She's really not. She's really not. But they're on a nice little date. And, of course, Sansa, she's still suffering from Stockholm Syndrome because somehow she thinks Littlefinger is her protector. You yeah, yeah, I did notice that. 
And then she said her mother always told her dark wings, dark words. So she's doing like every other woman and wondering what what text message he just got. Like, what did that what did that Raven say? What did that letter from the Raven say? And now we find out that Lord Baelish, he's trying to get married again. Yeah. So, wow. I was I was was like, wow, I guess I was wrong. I thought he wanted Sansa, but I guess he uh, he doesn't. Well, Sansa don't have any property right now. No, she don't have nothing. Property. Yeah, he He marries for property. He basically does what women do. Like, if you got a nice house and a nice car, Littlefinger will marry you. Right. If, if you, and he'll kill you. Right, right. If he can get a, a leg up. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like the fact that, uh, and I thought it was kind of kind of unrealistic and kind of shady of her to throw shade on Brienne for uh, bowing to Jeffrey, uh, Joffrey. I'm like, he's the fucking king. You not, remember all the shit that you did and said that you didn't mean? And you're gonna no. judge you're gonna judge Brienne because she bowed to him. I mean, he's the king. You have unless she wants to lose her head, she has to bow to him. I mean, you not only did you bow to him, you you lied, you turned you turned coat on your own daddy because you thought, you know, it would save his life. So how are you gonna and you didn't mean what you said? I think Sansa for the rest of her life, anybody, anybody that did anything with Joffrey, she don't fuck with. I don't think it matters. If if you were at Joffrey's wedding, she ain't gonna like you. If if you walked by Joffrey one time and, and were smiling, she don't like Joffrey is her her she can't do it. I don't think she even cares about reason. If you were doing anything with Joffrey positive, you're on her shit list. Well, she's on her own shit list then. Number one at the top. Well, yeah, she was stupid. Oh, he's a beautiful prince and he's got beautiful you know, she learned the hard way. When you cut off my daddy's head in front of me, man, all that shit goes out. Like, cause she was doing she, some big dig riding in the beginning. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Now Brienne, of course, is trying to get Sansa to come with her, and that's not going to happen. But I don't understand why the Knights of the Vale were trying to catch her. For what? What, what were they going to say? Like we caught her because what? Was it because she recognized Sansa? Did you get that? I never got why no. she had to escape. Yeah, I, I didn't get that either. It, yeah, I I was confused. It's, like why she didn't just walk away? I didn't get why Littlefinger tried to capture her. Right. I don't get it either. And that was a bad move because, look, if you're going to do a spelling bee, you can beat Brienne. But if you're going to fight her with that Valerian lightsaber, that's, that's over. Right. She was cutting through people's swords. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then Podrick rides a horse like he's in a Monty Python movie. Oh, my I God. Mean, I, <laughs> he, he, I seen niggas in South Central ride horses better than Podrick. <laughs> I'm in the South. Everybody rides horses better than Podrick. That was terrible. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, How is he on the road all the time in a, in a time where they ride horses? How come he can't ride a horse? I don't know. He explained that uh, with... Um, with Tyrion, they never rode horses. Um, I forgot what his reason was, but he said Tyrion never liked uh, to use horses. So, but I mean, you know, Podrick didn't come come to Tyrion as a kid. He came to Pod to Tyrion fully grown. So I don't know what his excuses, you know, is for not uh, knowing how to ride a horse prior to that. It seems like everybody in this world knows how to ride a horse, but Podrick, right. That was crazy. I, I couldn't. I was laughing. I was like, "Man, what, what is up with you? Why can't you ride this horse?" Yeah. But the next scene, the next scene, I absolutely love. Cersei is sitting there looking at her pop-up gift, 
And I was thinking, she had to know what was in there, so she took the time to repackage it for Jane. <laughs> she didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> I mean, she, she had time to repackage it, pop this open for Jamie, and, oh, my God, only Micella has this necklace. And she was all worried, like, they're threatening her. They're threatening. Well, what do you think they're doing? Right. You know, you killed their son, and you killed their daughter. I mean, they're the Martells are not happy. That's that's a future war right there between the Martells and the Lannisters. Right. And seriously, been sipping on the same Kool Aid that uh, Sansa been sipping on because she's all talk, trying to come down on Jamie for going along with you know her her ruse of the kids belonging to Robert. I'm like, well, that was great. I mean, Jamie was like, keep it down, Cersei, because Jamie's worried about the flea bottom child support office right. discovering the true paternity of Tommen. And Micella, he, you know, he's what? He's about 14 years in arrears. Right. Like, he doesn't, he don't want to pay that. I mean, he don't have enough gold dragons to pay for that. He don't want to uprising because, I mean, they find that out, then they find out their whole uh, claim to the throne is illegitimate. Yeah, but man, so, who wants, you know, no one wants to go to jail for child support either. <laughs> okay. You no, know, Jamie don't want to do that. You know, <laughs> it's not going to be a good look for him. And I'm glad Cersei told us the title of Marjorie Terrell's autobiography. Uh, you know, the Seven Kingdoms Times bestseller is sm- Smirking Whore from Highgarden. So that <laughs> book is going to be, I mean, that's, that's going to sell like crazy. <laughs> right. She said that little Smirking Whore from Highgarden, and I'm sure that's going into print. I'm, Marjorie can't pass on that. That's the best title ever. <laughs> I think all the common folk going to read that. No one wants to miss that book. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I ain't saying I ain't saying my boy Brown's a gold digger, but he ain't broken. He ain't messing with no broke Stokeware sister. I tell you that. <laughs> I ain't saying he's a gold digger, but my man got a, a Count Chocula cape and he's got a castle. Right. He's, you know now his girl is annoying as hell. What's her name? Lollies. Yeah, she, Lollies. She's pretty ditzy. She's like a like the uh, equivalent of a dumb blonde. You know. <laughs> I mean, he's the type of chick that has the voice and the personality that makes my dick retreat like a scared turtle. Like, <laughs> right? Oh, just shut up. She's like, and then my sister's mean. Oh, kill me. Go and kill me. Go and kill me. <laughs> and then Jamie fucking Lannister. He sees Jamie Lannister. But did you see, it wasn't that Bronn saw Jamie. Did you see the way. His lollies looked at Jamie. Yeah, she's like, who's that? He was like, she high-stepped faster than Ricky Waters across the field trying to get to him. Watch it again. Watch how she high-stepped. Like, she did the Walter Payton to try to get to him. She had them knees high. Marshall Falk style. Right. Man, that was crazy. And my favorite part, we finally go to Dorne. Yes. And I've been waiting to see Dorne and Dorne, you know, the water gardens. And I just want to see the Dornish people. We finally get to Dorne. Mm-hmm. And Dorne looked like what I expected. Yeah, you me know, too, Dorne. pretty much. Dorne looked like I expected. It looked like Spain. Yeah. Which is kind of what I expected. And it's kind of we how they to- sound, too. They kind of sound like they Spain, Spanish, Spaniards. And, of course, Ilaria. You know, Oberyn's side chick. She's mad, wants to kill little girls, and 
Come on, I, man. The little girl, the little girl didn't do nothing. I told my wife that was the side chick. She's like, no, I think that's his wife. I'm like, that's his side chick. No, that's his side chick. He doesn't. He has a wife, but I don't think he really messes with her too much. Right. Yeah, exactly. He likes his paramour, is what they call. It. You know, not side. I started calling all my side chicks, and hey, you're my paramour, baby. <laughs> I was calling her concubine. Nah, it's paramour, man. See, they feel they feel special. Hey, <laughs> go. They just don't know what the hell it means. Yeah, go give me a little Caesars. Cause you're my paramour. <laughs> now, okay, okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> Real happy. Now, did you notice this is the part I didn't like? They got a brother with an axe. He's blocking Prince Doran, and he's standing there with an axe, and he gets checked by a side chick. I mean, I guess black cops know their limits everywhere. Cause what? What? You're gonna let this side chick talk crazy to you, and you got an axe? He's like, out of my face. Get out of my face. You know, but you know. The black cops know they can't really, you know, enforce themselves too much, man. It's not, it's not the same. Yes. And we meet Doran Martell, who is uh, the the Viper's brother. Yeah, at least he, I'm glad he got some sense. It wasn't listening to her because she's trying to start a war. And yeah, she's trying to start. I think he, you know, him and his brother. He was like, "Hey, I knew my brother way before you were jacking him off. Shut the hell up." Like, I think he is smart. I think he wants to be cautious. I think his brother got to be hot-headed because he knew he was never going to be the leader. He was never going to be the prince or, you know, the ruler. So Oberyn got to be nuts. But Doran has to be smarter. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And, of course, they're in the water gardens. And it's very relaxing. I mean, I wanted to stay there. The waterfalls were flowing. It was relaxing except for her mouth. She was getting on oh, yeah. my nerves. Yeah, she can go somewhere. I wanted somebody to smack her. She she brought up the sand snakes, who are Oberyn's daughters, who are just as crazy as him. She said, the sand snakes are with me. <laughs> right. Did you hear the sand snakes are with me? Okay, well, right. you and the sand snakes, do what you got to do. Right. He wasn't murdered. He, you know, we don't have no claim. He no. He volunteered to, you know, to fight. Oberyn won the fight. He celebrated too early. Yes. You know, he's kind of like Deshaun Jackson when he had that touchdown and he dropped the ball too early. Yeah. Finish the play. He forgot to act like he'd been there. Yeah. You know, kill him. You know, go sit down, kiss your girl. But he started celebrating too early, and that's the only reason he, he didn't make it. Yep. The only reason he didn't make it. Now, did you notice that Mycella, the Lannister, she was down there with the Dornis Princess, and she got them simping harder than than brothers in Latin America over a blonde. They were down there like, oh, you my queen, baby. You my queen. She's just walking around. Like, there's 10 little Dornish dudes like, hey, Marcella, hey. So she's happy. She don't want to leave anyway. Right. There's no <laughs> way Marcella wants to leave. She's got everybody's attention. <laughs> she's like the only blonde down there. So they love that. But how old is she now? Marcella, she's young. She's older than... Isn't she older than Tommen? So I don't know. Uh, like, Tommen's like thirteen, so she's probably like fifteen. Okay. Because Tommen's the baby. There's Joffrey, Mycella, and then Tommen. Ah, uh, okay. So she's down there enjoying it. Like she's down there getting all the attention. Like she's the only white girl down there in Mexico. They, oh yeah. Was, <laughs> oh, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, I want to, I want to be with you. Oh, I want your blue eyes. They're all over. She, if her mother's like, you got to come home, or her her father comes there, and she's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving here. I can't see her leaving. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, well, I mean, I can see her leaving, but not willingly. I don't see her wanting to leave. Right. Yeah, there you go. I don't see her wanting to leave. Now, of course, we got to go all the way to Marine. And my boy Dario is explaining urban, urban cam- camouflage to Grey Worm. Right. He's trying to tell Grey Worm, hey, man, you can't be down here wearing your cop uniform and, and blending in. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Nobody's going to talk to the cops. You know, nobody's going to talk to the cops. And then they do a little break and break and entering. Right. So what did he, he followed him? He followed somebody. Did Dario follow a guy there and saw him go in the house? Like, yeah. how did that happen? I don't know. They didn't explain did it that. happened the night before. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't tell us that part. They just got. I don't know. He got super. He's like got some Sherlock Holmes skills or something. Yeah, maybe. And I mean, I guess Dario is the hide and seek MVP because he recognized some crappy drywalling, and then he goes Polonius, <laughs> you know, basically through the wall, right? You know, bangs, you know. But he was like, man, that's that's not a good drywall job, man. I've I've done better than that. I've done much better than that. <laughs> Stabs the dude right in his leg, man. I was like, man, this is wow. Wow, I bet you no one, no one ever hid from Dario when he was playing hide-and-seek as a kid. They, he always found people. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't it for very long. Yeah, you can't hide from him, man. No. Obviously. You can run, you but you can't hide. You can't hide from Dario. And the Sons of the Harpy, they, of course, I don't get these people. They want slavery back? Yeah. Really? You want slavery back? I guess they profited from it or something. I don't know. No, but uh, they're not masters, are they? Are, they seem like they were ex-slaves. Because they're not sons of the harpy aren't masters. The masters are rich. They're like, okay, well, we, we're still rich. I think these guys are ex-slaves. I guess they felt like, okay, well, at least I'm a slave. At least I have three hots and a cot. You know. I yeah, I was going to say they might be like that old guy who begged Khaleesi to let him be a slave still because he didn't have nothing else to do. Yeah, that's crazy. Maybe man. they're like that. I mean, I thought Jesse Lee Peterson was the only one, but I guess they all want to be slaves over there. Maybe. They all. And I like Obi Wan. Obi Wan, sell me. I like Obi Wan. We finally get to hear about the Mad King. You know, we get to hear, but we always hear about the Mad King being crazy, and, right? Oh, you know, hatred. But we got to hear an honest perspective on the Mad King. And Daenerys was like, "You, you call him that. I don't call him the Mad King." And he was like, "Look." Your daddy's fucking crazy. Right. right just calm down. I, he was fucking nuts. He's burning people up and laughing and shit like that. And he basically made people revolt against him. Yeah. So don't be like your dad. Don't be like your dad. And then she goes out and fucks up. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> right after being he like, told her Being that. like her dad. Yep. <laughs> he wandered. He did. And, and my little, the little homie, the little slave homie, he said, all they understand is blood. And is he talking about the masters or is he talking about like Americans? I was wondering. That quote seemed a little a little dubious. <laughs> it did. I feel like mm, that's, a, that's a little interesting quote there. I think that's a little shot at the Western United States here, the you know, Western world. <laughs> I, did. I thought that was a little shot. I felt like that. <laughs> and your boy, Tyrion and Varys. Right. And am I living in a box? Am I living in a cardboard box? They're on the Am I living in a box tour on the way to Volantis? Yeah. I, I found them boring this week. Yeah, they they were a little boring. But we didn't spend that much time with them, so it was okay. But they we got that great we got uh we got my quote of the week out of that scene, so 
What's your quote of the week? My quote of the week is when uh, Varys was telling uh, Tyrion he couldn't go for a walk because Cersei's got uh, a bounty on his head. You know, it's like so much money. I don't forget what the price was if he said, but uh, it was a lordship. If yeah, lordship, right, right. He has a lordship as as a bounty um, on his head, and he's and he and Tyrion replies, she should put up her cunt. The best part of her for the best part of me. <laughs> but how does he know? And I don't know if Cersei's got good. good because good. because uh, Jamie and him are tight. And Jamie done told him that she got that good good. Because you know it ain't got him sprung out of his mind. But Jamie's only been with Cersei. So he really doesn't have any. any no. Jamie's been. You got to assume that Jamie's no, been with whores. No. no. Remember Jamie said in season two to Brienne. He said, "I've never been with anyone but Cersei." Oh, oh! When he when, when that was season three, he said, "I've only been, I've never been with anyone but Cersei." So he don't know. Oh, like the okay. first piece of booty I got, it was phenomenal until the <laughs> second piece, and I was like, "Girl, that was weak." <laughs> so I don't know. I'm a little, you know. Well, I do know that evil women tend to, you know, be nice, but I don't well, know. in his in his defense, though, he just said the best part of her. And there's not many. There's not much good in her. So for that to be the best part of her, that's not much of a stretch. I don't know. She's she's very acerbic. Her mouth is. You know, she seems like she might give good hit. Well, you know, she's. Yeah, I, I I might go with that. I don't know. I'm taking I'm taking Tyrion's word for it. Whether whether <laughs> it's, whether it's literal or not, it was the fucking quote of the week. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know how he knows. I think he done. He done. He done been in there. No, he ain't been nowhere near that. I'm out. Ain't no way. <laughs> Ain't no way. He's over there cutting off every dwarf's head. Doc and Grumpy are on the run. And Kyburn's like, hey, can I play with the head? Right. What's he going to do with it? That dude is weird. Yeah, that's why he got kicked out of the the Meister program. <laughs> <laughs> over there putting together heads with bodies. I'm sure he's got like a, a lab full of zombies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they're like, this dude is blasphemous. <laughs> <laughs> but they should embrace him. Maybe he's, you know, maybe he's doing some stem cell research. Who knows? <laughs> well, Cersei has. So, you yeah, know. Cersei likes him. Cersei likes uh, shady people, though. She exactly. Likes, she likes shady people, man. Yeah, she likes you. Something wrong. Yeah. Now, did you see your boy Lord Tyrell? He wore his best blouse. He wore his best blouse to the small council. He had lace and flowers. I'm like, man. <laughs> come on, Mace. He was like, oh, well, how are you doing? And we got to meet a, a new... A new Lannister, uh, Lannister uncle. Well, we met Kevin, Kevin in season one. Oh, did we? Remember when Tywin was cutting up the deer? Yeah, I do remember that. Kevin was there. Okay, he was there. That's a uh, he's uh, the younger brother of Tywin. Right. Okay. And he was like, "Look, man, I'm not about to listen to this Cersei bullshit." Right. He he treated her like Congress treats Obama. He was like, man, I'm walking the fuck. I'm not about to listen to this. He right. just walked in. He said, I ain't come here for this shit. <laughs> He's like, look, I, I've, known you since you were, I've known you since you were a little bitch. I'm not listening to this bullshit. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, he's the father of, of Lancel. Okay, right. The Sparrow. The yeah. The Sparrow guy. That, that's his son. Right. He said, I'm going back to Castle Rock. Yeah. I kind of liked his quote. Even though it wasn't my quote of the week, I did not return to the Capitol to serve as your puppet. Right. That was a that was a pretty good quote. 
Well, he, yeah, a, his his whole that whole little scene with him uh, talking back to Cersei, I, I liked it. You know, anybody who's gonna stand up to her and talk shit, I like it. So. Well, Cersei really wants to be queen, yeah, and she's not. She's not queen. No, she's not. Like, I mean, I don't think anybody really recognizes her as queen. She's she's the queen mother. She's got to learn how to just fall back. Right. She's, you know, even Kevin said, you know, Tommen should be here. Mm-hmm. He should be here learning how to rule. You know, not you. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is crap. Right. And then we go to Castle Black. My favorite place, man. I love Castle Black, man. I love the Night's Watch. I, I already told you, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the sword in the darkness. <laughs> and your girl, uh, Stannis' daughter, Shireen, she's up there opening the Sylvian Learning Center for the common folk. <laughs> she, she is. She's teaching common folk how to read behind masks. Right, I mean, yeah. Everywhere she goes, she's teaching. Like, she got hooked on phonics going on in <laughs> Westeros for real. Exactly. She don't care about the grayscale. She's, she's born to teach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is born to teach. I think out of the whole show, she's really like the only decent person. Out of the whole show, the whole show, everybody else has got some some iffy parts of him. But Shireen is really sweet. She really is. Well, she's yeah, she's, she's still pretty young too, though, right? I mean, yeah, but she's just. Uh, I mean, considering how her mom is and how her father is, it's amazing that she is the most gentle compassionate person on the show who else is as compassionate as her i don't know i i i i i, I would say that i mean we don't know that much about her to 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 say that i mean i feel like there's some people who are hell i feel like tom tommen is 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 uh, as cool as she is we haven't seen tom and show any kind of evil or, or aggression anything. or I mean, all Tommen does is have wet dreams about Marjorie. <laughs> he doesn't do anything else. Well, there you go. I mean, you don't get any more normal or cool than that. I mean, he's just, <laughs> I mean, you know, you can't blame That's a kid awful. for having wet dreams about I've his never seen him help anybody. He just, oh man, I got to hit Marjorie. Wow. That's all <laughs> Tommen does. I got to hit Marjorie. I mean, I say the same shit. I'd like to hit Marjorie, but damn. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and the funny part, you know, the Lady of Bear Island, which is in the north, and Bear Island is pretty interesting. They have a, a different culture, even though they're northerners, where the women can hold as much rank as the men. And the Lady of Bear Island was like, screw off, Stannis. She's basically started playing Big Sean. I don't fuck with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of course, John is, John is amused. He kind of laughs, and Stannis is like, that's funny. He was like, yeah, that's funny. People in the north don't really fuck with y'all. Like we only mess with Northerners. Right. And he thought that was funny. And, of course, Stannis wants to win the North, and he tried to let John be a Stark. And I was thinking, like, should should he just be John Stark? It doesn't even sound right to me. John Snow is, is his name. <laughs> John, Stark, I don't, John Stark doesn't even sound right. Yeah. And is he really a Stark? Of course he is. Why isn't we he? don't know that. Oh, well, yeah. We really don't know. Is he a Stark? That's true. We There's don't. so many rumors about him. Yeah. But if if Rhaegar is his father and Lyanna is his mother, he's really a Targaryen, if that's if that's the truth. Yeah, if that's the truth. Take your father's name. It's a little weird. So is so I'm glad he stayed Jon Snow. Although he, he seemed like he like he was like, I've always wanted this. But he finally, he finally uh, uh, got to be Lord Commander, as I like predicted, like way back, 
last. Oh, you predicted season. that? Yeah, way back last season at some point. Well, Mormont, Mormont, the the old bear, kind of the first Lord Commander, kind of, kind of signaled that. Like, look, I yeah. think you're gonna lead. Yeah. Definitely. But what's up with your boy Stannis? He's obsessed with men kneeling before him. No, like, that's mm, not, he's not my boy. That's your boy. I mean, he's always that. Why Sir Davos' jaws are always swollen? Has everybody got to <laughs> kneel before him. What's up with that? He's always like kneel before him. He's like, man, you got some issues, man. <laughs> Going to West Hollywood with that, man. What's what? I'm not kneeling in front of you. He wants people to show their loyalty. Yeah, he wants people. He wants to show he's people his. He wants people to to see his loyalty. That's what he wants. Let me pull this loyalty out. Why don't you bless the mic? See my staff. I don't know about Stannis, man. I'm wondering about him. And it seems like him and Davos are always in a room alone. They're always standing out on a bridge alone. Like it's it's getting a little creepy to me. You don't think so? Nah, I don't think so. I think you're reading a little bit too much into it, brah. <laughs> nah, man. I've been watching them, man. They seem a little er- Bert and Ernie. Got some Bert and Ernie going on. <laughs> now we got an election. We got two elderly Republicans versus a young, brave Democrat for Lord Commander. And like you said, we know who's going to win this unless they have like a Florida recount situation. This is going to be Jon Snow's job. And then this is crazy, though. Like, if I was a coward and I was hiding out with the with the girl and the baby and somebody busted me i i would not be talking shit i would be the quietest motherfucker in in, in, at castle black i would like i would only speak when spoken to i would be you you would think i was mute i'd be so quiet let alone let alone let alone start talking shit he's killed him yes he deserved it he's just talking shit and sam just just killed him. That was so good. I was like, "Get him, Sam." That was that should have been on Comedy Central. Sam, <laughs> he roasted the him. Castle Black roast. Yeah, yes. I'm Jeff Ross. I was expecting Jeff Ross to come up next. Right. It was it was pretty ugly, man. Everybody's <laughs> busting up. He was like he was like a girl, a baby, and Jano Slint. Right. <laughs> I like the way he said a baby. He said a girl, a baby, and Jano Slint. <laughs> He killed him. Yeah, I would probably just, I would have defected from the wall after that. And the thing is, all, it's easy for Sam to prove it, too, because all they got to do is, like, think about it. When's the last time, when, when did anybody see him during the war? When did anybody see him during the battle? Where was, where was his battle station? What did he do? Who did he help? W- what station was he manning? Was he on the wall? Was he on the gate? Where was he? Who, who, see, oh, him, he, who see him kill anybody? Nobody saw This motherfucker's still alive, yet nobody saw him during the whole battle. So it'd be easy to prove that, is, that he's telling the truth. He didn't even deny it. So he didn't. He didn't even be like he was like, oh, that, that, that's a lie. He was like, yeah, I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> I've always liked Master Amon, Maester Amon, right. the Targaryen. Yeah. I've always liked him since season one when his speech was like, "Love is the death of of honor." I've always liked him, but I noticed this week, is he Snow Miser? <laughs> is he? I'm Mister White. Christmas, I'm Mr. Snow. Right. I'm Mr. Icicle. I'm Mr. Ten Below. I think he, he looks exactly like Snow Miser. I always wondered where Snow Miser went. He is Snow Miser. And he, you know, Snow Miser made the final vote. And of course, John, we knew John Snow was going to. I think he's the most popular character in the books and the show. I think 
you know, I think Jon Snow is the most popular character. So that was kind of obvious. Oh, that, well, there was no twist to that. Right. I wasn't even I wasn't even like impressed. I was like, okay. It, <laughs> who didn't know this was going to happen? Who didn't who doesn't know that Jon Snow is important to this story? Right. You know. Right. But the next scene is your scene and I mean, some punks decide to flirt with death by challenging Arya during pigeon hunting season, you know, because remember when Arya was first learning how to kill those pigeons in King's Landing when mm-hmm. she was destitute? She done got real good. Yep, yep, yep. She's had practice. She's been on the road, and, you know, she's been hungry. She, you know, she's resourceful. She knocked that pigeon out quick. Yeah, she, she was did. getting ready to go fry it up, man, you know, have some, have some pigeon wings. Exactly. And my quote of the night, was the next scene when when the, when those punks try to mess with Arya, and they're like, "Hey, you know, with that sword, I'll get." Oh yes. And of course, she comes back with the illest line ever: "Nothing's worth anything to dead men." Yes. And I'm, th- and I'm thinking the hound is somewhere. Like I'm, the hound probably is trying to hold his tears. Like yeah, my bitch, I told her this <laughs> shit. Because she even looked like the hound when she said that. She got stone cold. Like nothing's worth anything to dead men. I'm about to kill all three of you. Arya got bars. I wish I wish dude had a letter, man. That shit was now, tight. That was that was a dope ass line right there. I mean that that was that line was like, ooh. I, yes. I was me too. I was like, oh, let's go, let's go. Yeah. But then of course civil rights leader John Stewart decided he wanted some thin mints, so he came and found her. <laughs> right. And they saw him and they got scared. They ran away. Right. Like they, they I guess they're not used to seeing brothers in town. They're like, oh shit. Uh, look at that wide nosed Negro over there. What the hell? Is he gonna get us? Is that, is that Michael Brown shit? Run. Because they did. They saw him and ran. And, of course, a man returns. Mm-hmm. A man. Yeah, I always thought that's the coolest thing about Jaquin Hadar. I just like the way he says, a girl gives a man his name. <laughs> he never says anyone's name. He's like, a girl cannot see. Right. A man needs a flashlight. So, <laughs> like, he's just kind of cool the way. A man, a man, a man, a man. So I was happy to see Jacqueline Hadar, he gave her a little coin back, and she was like, "Where the hell you been?" Right, and like, how'd you get this coin that was at the bottom of the ocean? Yeah, those dudes are mysterious. I think that <laughs> her teacher, the guy from the start, where he says the first sword of Bravos does not run, I think he's one of those those faceless men too. No, remember her her dancing? Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I don't think he was one of them. I always, I'm, I'm waiting for him to show back up. I think he's one of them too. Nah, I don't think so. And he was too nice with the sword, man. He was whooping people's ass with a wooden sword. Come on, man. Yeah. He's one of the faceless men. Nah, I don't think so. A wooden sword? I don't think so. You can't whoop nobody with a wooden sword and they got steel? So. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mark, write that down. I think he's one of those faceless men too. <laughs> a man believes he is. <laughs> A nigga know he ain't. <laughs> now, the next scene was kind of interesting. I think his name is Masador, and he's the slave that's kind of on Khaleesi's council. He kills the son of the harpy before a trial could be held, which is very, very similar to the way Lord Karstark murdered those Lannister kids when he was with Rob Stark, and they were going to you know, put them on trial. Remember that? Yeah. It was it was the similar situation with the whole thing is kind of parallel. He kills the the captive, the the son of the harpy or whatever, 
and then he gets killed. Karstark right. killed the Lannister boys, and he got killed. Right. But, but that made Rob lose half of his army. So I wonder what Daenerys' actions are going to do. I wonder if they're going to be the same. Is she going to lose the city? Is she going to lose the people because of that? Hmm. Yeah, uh, it looks like I don't know if she's going to totally lose them, but uh, it's headed that direction at, at this point. And you know what? While we're talking about Khaleesi, every time Missandre is in the scene, I don't see anyone else. <laughs> Seriously, Baby Blue had that sundress on. She had that had me harder than microwave bread. I mean, I'm like, good <laughs> Lord. The whole time, I mean, Khaleesi's there, Dario's there, Obi-Wan is there, and all I see is her in that blue dress. I don't see nobody else. When Khaleesi's talking to the people, all I see is her in that blue dress. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with Grey, Grey Worm, but I, I'm on that. Well, I'd, I'd scissor the hell out of her. I don't know what Grey Worm's waiting for. You got a little more motivation than Grey Worm does. Grey Worm right. is like, ain't no, he ain't in as big a hurry as you. I guess. I like I said, I'd scissor. I'd we we'd go crotch to crotch and just start a fire or something. <laughs> the law is the law, of course. Daenerys says, sounding like the inflexible Ned Stark. You see how that worked out for him. The law is the law. You can't. You got to be flexible too. You you know. Daenerys proves that ruling is much harder than conquering. She would just right. be in the military and be a good general. She should just be a general. <laughs> you know, and then give the ruling to Tyrion. Well, she's learning. She's getting her reps in. And this is probably her. I'd have to give it to her. This is probably her biggest faux pas so far. Yeah, she's she's not uh, a politician. She's just not. Well, I don't know. She's still real young. She's uh, She's not at this point, but I don't see any indication that she can't become a very competent one uh like i said this is her only you know this is her only real mistake so far so you know i mean yeah and and that was i mean i think the little master guy was like he should have just cut off his head in private and didn't doing that big spectacle i don't i don't think that was a good move man. i think that's gonna gonna tear her up yeah because now the masters already didn't like her and now you got the slaves hissing like my daughter's family, when I exercise my visitation rights, I mean, it's just not going to work. Right. Like, wow. She's going to have a full-scale revolt. Now the enemy of my enemy is my friend. You know, it's crazy. She yeah. Got some troubles there, man. Troubles. I felt bad troubles. for Daenerys. I don't, I don't know if she's... I don't think, I don't think she's going to have success. I don't think she's going to get the Iron Throne. I don't think she's good at it. Hopefully Tyrion gets there and can help her out. What do you think? I, I don't know. I see it. I see it differently. I think considering her age and consider, I think she's, I think she's extraordinary. Actually. Uh, I think she's Stalin. I, she's Stalin. <laughs> and that's basically, she's Stalin. Uh, I, I think the, I think you're right. The conquering part is, is easier for her and comes, you know, comes easier. Uh, I don't think the ruling part comes as eat comes as easy, but she has a really good heart. You know, so I'm confident, and she's she's intelligent. You know, uh, See, I don't know how she listens. She listens to her advisors. I, I I have I no, she doesn't. She cut people head off, dude. That's one. You talking about one time, one yeah, time, one yeah, time. He was like, show mercy. Don't don't be the one villain. time. 
she wouldn't be a fucking queen if she listened to every, everything everybody told her all the time. She's a queen. She I made she made been... a mistake. I mean, considering all the places that she's conquered and all the stuff she's been through, I mean, like, damn, you being like really hard on her is like, oh, fuck this bitch. She don't know what she's doing. She I, made a mistake. I don't think she knows. What she, I don't think she knows what she's doing. I think she's she's fortunate to have dragons. The fact if she doesn't the, have the, dragons, she's not shit. She does not know what she's doing, and she's smart enough to know that. That's why she didn't cross the narrow sea. She says, "I'm going to stay here and learn how to rule." That right there, her realizing that. And having that kind of introspection at that young age, that's, I mean, there's, there's motherfuckers been on earth five times longer than her and don't have that ability. What do you think that action with those people throwing rocks at her and hissing, what do you think that leads to? You think she's going to figure, you think she's going to calm that down? Or you think that the people are going to come back to love her? I, think she, I don't think so. I think she'll fix it. And even if she doesn't, I mean, I, I don't, I still don't think that because of that, she's, ill-equipped to lead or to to rule the you know to sit on the throne i don't i don't think that not by i think she needs to take her dragons and find a little villa she's she's already even even with this one mistake she's still uh far better than than 99 of all the candidates <laughs> i put, I put I my money she, I, against I, on her before most she, of them i think she's i think she's a failure yeah I think she's a failure. Now, the best part of the whole show, of course, she's feeling like a failure. She looked like a failure. And all of a sudden, she looks up in the sky, and it's your boy, Dragon, named after Carl Drago, the black dragon, the rebellious dragon. And he's up there. I think he came by like, let one of these motherfuckers hit my mama with a rock, and I'm about to burn this shit down. I think that's what he came for. I think he came to shame her. I think he was like, mm-mm-mm. Think so? I'm disappointed in you. And that's why he just flew the fuck <laughs> off when she tro- reached out. And she, she let him get, he let her get close, but he didn't let her touch her. And he was like, psych, I'm out. <laughs> what's he mad at her for? What, what's he shaming her for? For like, he mad at her? For, uh, for chopping off dude's head. Like, mm-mm, I thought you knew better than that. Shit, he burned shit up. He burned people up. <laughs> he ain't- that's him. <laughs> 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 no, he is the spirit of Call Drago. I don't think that's what I think he came by to drop off his laundry and go back to college, like you know, like any other teenager. Like, hey, I dropped my dragon laundry off, and I know he was like, "What do you mean my brothers are in the basement? What happened to the breakers of the chains? What happened to that the whole thing? What happened to the breaker of chain? Why my why my brothers in the basement? Why are they locked up? Like, come on, come on, mom. What, I can't hang out with you, man. You locking people up and shit." <laughs> But I really think he, I really think he's there to protect her. I think no matter what, even though he's at odds with her, I think he's like, hey, even if everything goes bad, I'm here for you. I kind of got that vibe. I thought it was touching, actually. Yeah, I think he's got her back if it, you know, if it comes like, down look, to it. Let them keep throwing rocks, and I'm gonna burn. I'm gonna go full smog in the Hobbit on these motherfuckers. I'll burn everything. <laughs> So I'm sure she felt good after that. Like, okay, Dragon's here. She had to feel good about that because, you know, all she got to do is say Dracaris. And it's hell. Now, the kills of the week. Okay, uh, I'll go first. My kill of the week is uh, we don't have a lot to choose from this week, so I'm going to be creative with mine. And I will take Arya killing her dinner. When Arya uh, slices that pigeon's little head off, uh, that's that's my kill of the week. 
<laughs> That's your kill of the week. That's my kill. And of, of the course, week. my kill of the week is going to be Dario because he had the uh, what do they call it? The Dothraki scythe thing. Yeah, it looked like a sickle. I think, yeah, I just think that's a pretty cool weapon. And I wanted to see the head. I really wanted to see the head, but but Dario gave him a nice clean. And that's definitely my kill of the week, even though I felt bad for the young guy. Yeah, I did too. He, he was like, Missa, Missa, no, Missa, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that is definitely the kill of the week. Yo, last week we didn't do any of our social media. No, we didn't. So, okay, let's start our social media. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, if you want to tweet the show, um, you can find us at Thrones Pod, at Thrones Pod on Twitter. Um, and if you want to reach us on Facebook, you can hit us up on the, uh, the Red Rock Podcast Network page, or you can hit, uh, hit me up on my personal page, which is Dino Red, or you can hit Latone up on his page on Latone Heart. <laughs> Yep, I'm Latone Hart everywhere. L A T O N E H E A R T. That's Pinterest. That's Black Planet. That's AOL. That's Twitter. That's Facebook. That's Google Plus. Latone Hart. You can find me, and you can agree with me about Daenerys being a total fuck up, and she needs to get out of office. <laughs> He's the George W. Bush of the Westeros. Oh man, no oh, man, I don't know. She is not a total fuck up, even if she doesn't go on to. Uh, to you know, rule, sit on the throne or whatever. She's she's a great leader, dude. I don't see how you can say I that. I don't think she's, so. She's a great leader. I don't like. I'm excited for next week's episode because we finally get back to the passion of Theon Greyjoy. He he returns. No, he doesn't. To, Reek returns. Well, yeah, we get to see more torture, and I like <laughs> Ramsay Snow. I'm entertained by Ramsay. Well, Ramsay's a Bolton now, so Ramsay Bolton. Right, Ramsay Bolton. Yeah. So we get to see that because, you know, he's we a haven't sick really... motherfucker boy. Uh, yeah. When he was eating that sausage, that was funny. Was, oh, God, he's just sick. Yeah, he's fun, man. He's very entertaining. I mean, that fool came down there with his T-shirt off. He had two knives. Let's slap box with these knives. Come on. <laughs> when, <laughs> when the Greyjoys came to save uh, Theon, he was like, well, let's go. Right. He, he's a nut, man. I like him. Yeah. Mm-mm. You can have him. <laughs> and I, need, I need I need some more dire wolves. Like I need I need more dire wolf action. Where's Nymeria? Where is Shaggy Dog? And we saw a ghost a little bit. Well, you know, a couple I, of them are dead. So well, yeah, Grey Wind is dead. Yeah, and Lady is dead. Sansa right. and Rob Starks are dead. But um, Bran's dog isn't dead. Okay. And Rickon's dog isn't dead. And. Even Arya's dog isn't dead. Nymeria, she ran away. So I need to see some some direwolf. Right now, if the Stark kids can't be reunited, can we at least get their direwolves reunited with them? Can <laughs> can can we get Nymeria to Bravo somehow? Can somebody <laughs> get her a, a, a MTA token that will take her across the narrow sea? Yeah, let's, let's get them together. <laughs> yeah, let's get, get them together. I want to see some dire wolves. It's about time for some dire wolves. That would be cool. They should make them like, you know, because dogs, a dog will find, find his master or whatever. So they, you know, he's a dire wolf. He's better than a dog. He should be able to find her across the narrow sea. And I'm still thinking the hound is alive. He's I'm sticking dead. To he's, dude, he's dead. He's I'm dead. sticking to it. He's dead. He's so dead. I'm That's why Arya's not even saying his name. He's dead. 
The night is dark and full of horrors, and the hound is alive. <laughs> On that note, we'll catch y'all next week. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Family Time Travel, your one-stop destination to every place you want to be. Whether you want to go to the French Riviera on a luxurious vacation or a budget vacation to Vegas and everything in between, Family Time Travel is your one-stop destination for all your travel needs. You can go to our site at familytimetravel.paycation.com and you can help yourself in our search engine or you can leave your contact information and one of our certified travel agents will give you a call and give you all the personalized service that you require. Family Time Travel. Familytime.vacation.com. Tell them Dino sent you. We interrupt this podcast to tell you about Latone Hart and the 730 Show. Pop, pop, pop culture from the dark side. He's a jackass. 730. Yeah, now. Resisting arrest, eating dry ramen noodles, stalking my ex on Facebook. Yeah, I may need medicine. Blacker than chewed up tobacco. Go tough on your fix. The 730 Show. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spreaker.